From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we con do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit. I'm Jay. And I'm Kathy. Kathy, how have you been? It's been weeks. I'm not going to say how many weeks. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, We, I know we talked about it a little bit on the previous episode. What's in the show is in the show. It's fine. Um, But you were gone, which meant we recorded really early, which is great for you, possibly. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, but it also means that it's been a long time since I've talked to you other than on our super secret text channel, which is so weird. We had a whole period of like, what are we doing? How, what's, what's happening? But that's okay because a lot of things have happened, uh, in this time since we've been away. Like, um, I bought a house. Yay. Oh, I should have had a sound bite for that. I don't know. We'll do. Zap! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So uh, this whole process has been a lot, of course, like anyone says. Um, but I'm super excited. We just got our keys this week and I've started the move-in process. But because we're deeply in it this week, we're not talking about overwhelm um, because I'm still too in it to really conversate about it. But we have a better topic instead. We do. And uh, I don't we have to check connections or something? Um, actually, first, we're going to take a little trip to St. Jude. It's almost September and September is Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. And what that means for Relay is our support for St. Jude. Now, if you don't know what St. Jude's is, I where have you been? Um, that's OK. Welcome we're going to tell you a little bit about it. So uh, Saint Relay FM supports St. Jude every September in honor of Childhood Cancer Awareness and the good work that is done at St. Jude Research Hospital. They are there to find cures and save children. So not only are they a tr- like a hospital to treat children with cancer, but they also do a ton of research to make cancer easier to treat and help their survival rate. Um, since they've been opened, they have helped move the needle from childhood cancer survival from 20% to more than 80% which is huge. I like the the number it it it's just mind-blowing how much research has been done and how many children have been saved because of their research and because of the care that you can get at the hospital. Not to mention how expensive it is. I mean, when you think about how one, healthcare, it's challenging, but also <laughs> l- learning how to solve these problems is also challenging. Also, the cost of actually solving the problems can get up there. You know, for lymphoblastic leukemia, to treat one child with an acute case of that, which I don't know, I don't know what acute lymphoblastic leukemia is, but I'm going to say it's pretty bad regardless of the word acute being in there. Um, It costs over $200,000 to treat just one child. So St. Jude has taken on the 
full brunt of that cost, making it absolutely free for parents and children to not only be treated, but to have their parents with them in the process and to give them, you know, options for housing and for food and all of these things. It's it's so hard to think about all of the added on costs that St. Jude just takes care of. And um, as someone who is from the great state of Tennessee, well, the great state in most cases of Tennessee, in this <laughs> case, the very great state, um, I'm proud to know that my state, you know, on the other side in Memphis is doing amazing work with St. Jude and, and that it's expanded across the globe. But now that I'm a, a good for nothing transplant out here in California, it still hits home. We have a family friend who is currently out in Memphis right now as their child is being treated at St. Jude. And this was a newborn. This was someone who has not been on this this earth very, very long. So I can only imagine while first-time parents are adjusting and having to not only think about the process of becoming a parent for the first time, but to also do it in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of dealing with their child, you know, fighting for their life, to have St. Jude come and say, hey, that's a lot. Can we can we at least take a little bit off of your plate and, and help however we can? And I, I could only imagine what it would be like to have a child and then not be able to spend time with that child while it, you know, while they were fighting cancer. So that whole family is there. And I know that means a lot to them. And it couldn't happen without the amazing work that St. Jude is doing. And St. Jude can't do the amazing work that they're continuing to do. They're not stopping. There's still one in five children that aren't surviving. And they want to they wanna get that one child, um, that one in five. They want to make sure that they're taken care of and they won't stop until no child dies from cancer. But as we've mentioned, with that cost, they need your help. They need everybody's help. However much help you can give is so welcome and needed. And even if you feel like you can't do, you know, thousands of dollars, that's okay. Every little bit helps and supports and will help us reach our goal and help St. Jude do the good work that they can do. However, any donor that is making a single gift of $100 or more We'll receive an exclusive Relay FM stickers of thanks pack at the end of the campaign, which is pretty great. So if you have the uh, the ability to give a hundred dollars, that you can get a little bit of a goodie, other than just you know helping save children with cancer, which sounds pretty good. Uh, so if you want to donate, go to stjude.org slash relay. You can also go to relay.fm slash St. Jude if you forget which direction it goes, which is great. Um, we have all of those redirects uh, configured. So you can find where you need to go to make the donation so that it comes from the Relay FM. Um, and then also feel free to join us on September 17th from 12 to 8 p.m. Eastern time at twitch.tv slash Relay FM for our third annual Relay FM podcast-a-thon. I'm so excited. This will be my first podcast-a-thon. Um, I, I don't know how much involvement I'll be doing, but let's just say, uh, I might be there 
causing some trouble for some of our our hosts. <laughs> the best kind of trouble is the ones that we uh, accept and request. I don't know. It's going to be fun. Um, there's going to be games and surprise guests and uh, the annual founders quiz uh, that I'll be hosting this year. So you'll have lots of all of your favorites showing up, hanging out, supporting St. Jude and the amazing work that they do. Uh, and let's cure childhood cancer together. Zap! <laughs> that sounds like it's a connection check. I think it is a connection check. Kathy, what was your connection? My connection was inspired by yours, and that was to take a mini getaway. Now, Jay, asked me if I did it. Did you? Did you do it? I did not. Oh. Uh, unless you count the mini getaway to a town about 30 minutes away where we signed our names a hundred times. I don't really constitute that. Um, did you get coffee I, halfway there? No, I did. I mean, I did have a, a mom's date with friends. We went and like got pedicures together and had dinner and drinks Oh, I didn't get away. I just got a pedicure. <laughs> I know, but it wasn't like just by myself. And originally that is kind of what I, I still wanted to get away and like be just with me. But I guess that also works. I'm I'm, I'm changing your status to oh, yellow no. card. You're getting yellow okay, card for that. And and that's OK, because I, I also got yellow carded. Um, so, yeah, I, I did. I went on a trip. Uh I was actually in Michigan in the middle of one of their once in a hundred year storm. Um, that wasn't fun, but I was able to get away. You know how far away I got? How far away? So far away that we didn't have internet for two days. Oh no. That, oh my goodness. Talk about the best of intentions being immediately like flipped on its head and turned into like, well, you said no work. So uh, we we will make sure that it is impossible to, to get anything accomplished. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that that makes it a thing um, that. Yeah. You, sometimes your situation is going to require you to do things that you didn't really plan but congratulations on on getting away i th honestly even though it was stressful and it didn't seem like it was exactly how you had planned i think you got a green check mark because you did get away i i'm gonna be bad and admit that i i checked my email plenty of times and while i didn't do any technical work I I still sent a couple of those emails when I totally didn't need to. So um, I, I would not feel comfortable taking my check mark. Okay, I take your check mark back. But you know who might deserve a check mark? Some of our conductors, uh, like Samantha. Thank you for the awesome tweet, Samantha, whose connection was after the last episode, they wanted to connect with the conduit community. Kathy, how can they connect with the Conduit community? You can connect with the Conduit 
community and the entire Relay FM community by uh, joining our membership. And you can go to relay.fm slash membership and join the Discord and hang out with a bunch of amazing humans, not all conductors, but eventually the train track will connect us all. That's not how that works. Um, But uh, Samantha also wanted to start small, but was hoping to stay engaged. And we're so excited that we have this community of people that are so interlinked and supportive and giving of time, effort and energy. And that is the exact vibe that we want this show to be, uh, not just for us, but for everyone involved. And I love the support that I've that we've seen and the kind words and the feedback. We just appreciate it so very much. I totally get the idea of wanting to start small. Um, A good friend of mine, uh, Chance the Dev, tweeted about just being very, very sucky at this whole like adult friendships thing. And Mm. in my mind, I was like, small steps, small steps, send a text message, have a phone call. In fact, I actually do what I call, I record, I I do podcasts that aren't recorded where I call people that I would love to do a show with in the future and we just talk for an hour and there's no recording and we never send it out. And I'm not going to say who those names are because I'll get in trouble, but (laughs) it's like the best thing ever to just be like, I'm going to call you and we're going to, we're going to do a show that's not recorded with no intention of it ever being recorded just to to force ourselves to have this small conversation with each other. And now we've turned it into a competition of who's going to be the person who messages the other person first that says, we missed an episode. We got a call. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's so fun. But we also had some people in that community, in that same conduit community that were asking about wallpapers. And I got to tell you, if, if looking good on your desktop and on your home screens is enough to convince you to join the the conduit connections of con- conductors. Uh, my alliteration <laughs> there was impeccable. Um, the conduit community of conductors, maybe? The conduit community of conductors. Oh, man. Checking their connections on a consistent basis. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh... if you want... Some fancy wallpapers for both your desktops and your mobile devices. We got them. You can get that nice, amazing conduit logo, which I love every time I see it. And it gives me the energy to get out of my I can't even modes and just knock it out and do the darn thing. Uh, You can get those by becoming a member. Um, And we've already told you how to do that. Relay.fm slash conduit. And you can join. uh, And... I think that's all the connections for now. Why don't we wind this down and jump into our topic, which just happens to be winding down. (laughs) So, Kathy, what exactly, in your opinion, is winding down? So for me, winding down is kind of a part of the process of the ebb and flow of your day. The, your morning routine and getting things started and whatever you do in the morning to get going is that beginning part of it. And winding down, even though ultimately you would, I think of it very first off, I think of it as 
the end of the day and how to wind down and get ready for bed. There's so many other pieces that are involved that could also be considered winding down. So basically, it's just kind of changing your pace, changing your focus, changing whatever to start going at a slower pace in my mind. What about you, Jay? What do you think? When I when I think of winding down, I think of one amazing song that my childhood was very, very impacted by. And that was the the so long farewell to you, my <laughs> friend. Like hearing that from out of the box as a kid growing up, which I just aged myself there. Um, you knew what was coming. You knew that it was the end of the show is here. We're getting ready to go. We're not there yet, but but we're there. And And like I said, whether that is, you know, the big one or, you know, just a small, like we're going to transition into the next episode. We're going to transition into the next thing. You know, when we're winding down, even when we do our show, you can tell what step that we're in by how we start it and how we wind it down. And there's like a cadence to it. And I think we often think about the getting started part you know, there's there's a lot of topics on just getting started and like just doing it and and knowing getting all your things in place to start cooking and all that other stuff. But like how you finish something is just as important as how you start it. In fact, yes, we had another connection that I was going to to share here that came from Izzy that talked about finding ways to shift my framing of work from the progress itself being evidence that I care about what I'm doing since I often treat progress like a reason to stop. And, and that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at is that idea of in Izzy's case, she was saying, I've done some work. It's time to quit. And Izzy wants to get away from that. And I I think that's good because I think that that's often how, we do a thing, we set it down, and then it starts collecting dust. And then the anxiety around how long it's been since we last did a thing can prevent <laughs> us from ever doing it again. Whereas if we're working on a thing and we say, okay, I'm going to set this up so that when I set it down, it's easy to pick back up. That That is the winding down process. That is the If I got to pick it back up, let me put myself in a position to where that's going to be easy. If I'm never touching this thing again, that's fine. But let me just make sure that if that's the expectation, I set myself up for the success. That means I never have to touch this again. Yes. A great way to think about this is so in my one of my hobbies is cross stitch. And sometimes I will do, you know, many hours of it one day. And then I will go, you know, two weeks and never pick it up. But the process of stopping that project, making sure that the needle is put away, that the the floss is in a position, like all of those little steps make it so when I'm ready to do cross-stitch again, I can just pick it up and get started. And that same process is everything, whether it's a long-term project that you can't finish in one day or shouldn't finish one day, um, or a short period of time, like something as simple as 
doing the dishes can have a small wind down at the end of it. Maybe you wipe out the sink, squeeze out the sponge, put it in its slot, make sure and like start the dishwasher and and leave. That constitutes winding down because you are completing that process in such a way that it's it's never ending. Let's be honest, dishes and laundry never go away, but you can't do anything else. You can't do any more. And so you have to stop that project, that that long term, wind it down, get it done to move on and do something else. And I want to emphasize that we're we're all human here. Like no one no one is saying that we live, you know, our life by, you know, a checklist, even though that is that is a thing and some people do it. But that that's not the expectation here. We're not stating like, okay, I'm, you know, finishing up recording with Kathy. I'm going to go through my end of the show checklist, which is the thing that we do and we have. Uh, but then also from there, I'm going to go to my like, it's lunchtime checklist. And when I start finishing lunch, it's like, okay, let me start winding down my lunch process and, and getting ready for my back to work process. No, no one's saying that it needs to go that far. But I will note that we are creatures of habit and we become pleased with the idea of how do I make this so that it's it's easy to pick up, easy to put down, as I mentioned earlier, but also how it's comfortable. It's it's not just easy, but it's comforting. Um, I think a, a good example of this, you, when you mentioned, you know, in, you know, doing the dishes or doing the laundry, I learned this insane, like the four four step folding technique for shirts that make your shirts look like they should belong in a department store. Mm. And I love just that last process. I don't put all of my clothes away until the end because that way when I do, I can like lay them out like I'm working at a department store because apparently that is a level of comfort for me. I don't know why, <laughs> but it's it's like those little things of like, oh, hey, make the pile, make the pile, make the pile. And then as I'm putting the shirts away, it's like, okay, I'm going to tuck them in. And I, I, I'm not going to lie. I do a little pat. <laughs> to make sure like okay Aww. you're in your space you're nice you and can snug. come do mine too no that's okay i'm good okay, i mean granted sure. the clothes will sit on the bed for days if it's not <laughs> like i'm going to start this process <laughs> but we're not focusing on the getting started on this episode we're talking about the winding down <laughs> right right yes that's that's a different episode i love that we're we're talking about winding down and not getting started <laughs> exactly because uh, you know getting started i have adhd like i can get started on a ton of things i i have a new idea every five seconds it's the part of like continuing those ideas and then getting to the end and being like this is a good place to start winding things down that i struggle with because i'll sit there and just burn the candle at all the ends um so yeah, I think Kathy knows that better than anybody yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of things. Um so above and beyond all of these like mini wind downs that happen throughout the day, it's also really important to think about the bigger projects that happen because lots of big things can happen that are more of a marathon than a sprint. Um for example, if you purchase a house, 
you have to move your things from wherever you're currently living to the new location, unless you're lucky, like my close friend who also closed on a house a couple weeks ago, uh, they just bought the house that they were already living in. Very jealous of that. But that sounds amazing. Right. I just. Yeah. But that's not our situation. So we've got a lot going on. um, And some of our connectors do, too. Uh, Maddie from the Discord, um, their connection this fortnight is going to be to close out the last two weeks of their current job in a way that feels good for them and to get ready to start a new one without overwhelming her personal projects. Now, if you are a part of the Discord, you know that Maddie has had a heck of a journey uh, over the past period of time with her job situation and all of that. And it's been really special to kind of follow along that journey and see not like we are also the ones getting new jobs, but there have been a couple other people that are transitioning. But being able to to follow that journey, almost like a really good television show without the bickering and angry people, which is kind of nice. But that's a big wind down that's happening. She's moving from one system of everything, all of you know, the connections that she has with the uh, other employees and whatever client work and and projects and stuff and has to finish that and finalize it before ramping up, um, as well as all of the pieces that are involved with the day to day of just living. Um, and so even if you don't have a big project like moving houses or moving jobs or changing any of those big things, you do have a big wind down that happens every day. Absolutely. That to me is the one that I think I struggle with most. Um, And maybe it's because of parenting, I guess, you know, when you, (laughs) when you go to work and, oh, actually I'm going to, I'm going to blow my wife's spot up right now. So this is, this is like a perfect example of an, of a thing that my wife does that confuses me beyond all belief, but I totally get it now that <laughs> we'll, we'll be at work and we share an office because, you know, it's 2021 and everyone's working. Well, not everyone's working from home, but a lot of people are working from home. My wife and I are two, two of those people. So we're in the office and we don't have much time with our daughter, but she comes in and out um, while our nanny takes care of her. There's a lot about that statement. I'm just going to blow past. Um, but at the end of the day, at the end of the work day, I get off work before my wife. So I tend to go into our room and play Tetris because that is how I separate end of the day at work to start of the evening as an adult and a parent uh, is playing a game of Tetris or playing a game of mini motorways, which is a whole nother uh, thing to do (laughs) that I've gotten fairly decent at now. Um, Top 500 gang, what, what? But anyway. um, Shout that from the rooftops. Yeah. But even then at five o'clock when... My wife comes, or my wife gets off work, then she comes into the room and and she always says the same thing. I could literally just not be in the room, but she'll knock on the door and go, it's five, and then walk on. 
<laughs> and even if I don't get up and go, like it's a part of that process. And again, it, it's establishing that cadence. But afterwards, you know, we'll we'll be spending time as a family. Um, I do most often get up and join my family. I'm not that horrible of. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> I go and spend time with my family, but then once my daughter goes to bed around eight o'clock, because you know she's a little one, um, then I'm usually tired. I'm like, I'm going to go back to the room. I'm going to go lay down. I might play another game of mini motorways or Tetris or whatever. But I am wrapping it up. I am starting my end of the day routine, and my wife goes, "Yeah, I'm really tired too." And I go, well, "Why don't you? Why don't you go lay down too?" And she goes, "Well, because." It's not the end of the day yet. <laughs> and it's like that that urge to get so much out of the day to, to make sure you're not ending the process. And when I say like an end of the day checklist, she has a checklist and it blows my mind. Are all the doors locked? Are, is the gas on the stove turned off? You know, all, all of this stuff that I'm like, we, we ate out today. I don't care. I'm checking it anyway, because it's a part of my shutdown routine for the end <laughs> of the day. So that's a that's more of a shout out to my wife in this one. Uh, I wish I, I should have just had her come in and explain it. Um, but <laughs> future episode for our follow up for winding down. I love it. That's incredible. I love that idea. I don't have a checklist and very much, but I probably should. Uh, that sounds fantastic. I don't have like a problem with like revenge bedtime procrastination where you're like, oh, it's but there's so much day to go through still. Uh, I have no problem having my wind down for the day begin at like 6.30 if need be. I am a monster that will occasionally eat in bed. I will eat my dinner in bed and then I will sit and read or cross stitch or just kind of like mindlessly do my phone depending on how the day has been and uh, then hopefully fall asleep at a reasonable time. Last couple nights, not so much because of all of the things that are going on. But uh, I have no problem going to bed at 7 o'clock if that's what my body needs. Uh, if I can, of course, because there's days that you can't go to bed early. But having that routine to get ready for bed when you're tired and when you finished the stuff for the day or gotten to a, a place where you can shut it down, uh, has been a really important thing for me to survive our busy moments. Specifically, I fought really hard to develop this kind of wind down process to the point where it's not even, um, it, it, it could be checklistable, but it's so deeply in my process now that I don't necessarily need it. But when Ryan was in the hospital or when he came home and I needed that mini self-care time of taking care of myself and making sure that I could refill my cup in ways that could then turn around and, you know, process that, um, 
it became super important for me to follow and so important for me to continuously keep up. And it's changed. It's definitely not the same, but that, that nighttime me time and all of the steps that, you know, taking out my contacts, doing my skincare, brushing my teeth, all of those chores that also have to happen, um, are, are part of that windy down and a way to end the day. And even before I get ready for bed, I have these shutting down my computer or putting it to sleep and turning off the lights. And I leave my office and I don't go back into my office unless I absolutely need to. And I'm really, I am so aware of the blessings in place to have a separate office with a door that I can close and not need to come back in, which is kind of nice. You know, going back to Maddie's connection, there are, obviously we've talked about like, okay, we close up one thing, we start another thing. We close up a day or a work day and, you know, prepare for whatever's next in that process. But Maddie's point is big. This is, you know, months, years of someone's life, uh, a season in their life coming to a close as another one is starting. Um, I, I've often seen those, you know, you have those times where people look in the mirror and they go, it's a new day, a new you and all of those things. It's a new day, <laughs> new life for but, me, but I, and I'm feeling good. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> but I also feel like you can't leave that day without giving it a proper, um, some might call it a burial. I call it a postmortem. Um, and for those that don't know, I'm a developer. Um, in the development world, a postmortem is an opportunity to go back and look at all the things that happened in that project, in that career, um, in that space of whatever it is you're doing. Uh, when we started Conduit, uh, I've mentioned before that I did another show that I, I had been running for years and this was like starting a new job for me because I stopped doing that other thing. And I gave myself some time and then I wrote up a very dinky blog post that just said like, Hey, this is what I learned in the first, you know, six and a half, seven years of doing this other project. And if I want to make Conduit more successful, I can learn from those mistakes that I made in that time. And I, I literally, I'll, there'll be a link in the show notes, but I, I just sat down and said, oh, I remember when this happened. Yeah, I probably should have handled this this other way. Or, oh, this is where we got to with this thing. Maybe I could have did this other thing differently. Um, I do a live stream every week for work and I'm sitting there interviewing people and asking these technical questions. And at the end of each one, I, I sit down with them and go, okay, hold on, let's do a, a quick postmortem on this of like, what here went really well and what here can we improve on and take that with me into the next thing. And I think that's the important part. And that's why the wind down is so important is that in all things, it's, ending the one thing so the next thing can start as smoothly as possible and yes. being able to just again sing even if you got to sing the song sing the so long farewell you know 
to you, my friend. Goodbye for now until we meet again. Like if you have to sing that and just think about what did I do in this moment that could have been better or what, what did I do in this time in this season, especially when it's something big that's like, if, will I ever be in this position again? Or will I ever be in a similar position where I can take something away from this? Because I promise you, we, if it didn't go the way that we planned, we're often so eager to just like throw it off a cliff and be done with it and just be like, nope, not looking at this ever again. Right. And we miss out on so much knowledge and value that comes from an experience that probably wasn't the best that it just helps to take 30 minutes, 15 minutes. If you, if you can only do five minutes, just do five minutes, but like take some amount of time to just say, this is over. Let's, let's learn from this so that the next time it happens, we don't make the same mistake again. Yeah. It's so important to have that review phase too, um, so that you can, when you're in a good mindset, so sometimes you can have a much harder time, but when you're in a good mindset and you can say, okay, what did I learn from this really stressful situation or this project that wound down and we can handle it? Like, how did I handle it? What can I take forward But that's not the winding down part. However, by winding down the project and prepping it to be able to access whatever information you might need in the future when you are able to review it, that's where you can really say, okay, this is good. This is great. We can do this thing. And giving your space the time. Like you said, if you can't wind down immediately, like say, okay, I'm going to give myself a little bit of time. I mean, we kind of mentioned it before, like, Kathy is in the middle of this big thing happening. And if we were like, Kathy, how are you feeling right now? You might be like, ah, <laughs> but uh-huh. I uh-huh. like the comic. <laughs> yes. Oh, but yeah. there's there's also a space where, you know, once you're away from that, bring the you can then go in and say, okay, now I'm going to reflect on this. Now, now that it's not like hitting me in the head constantly and and begging for my attention, I can now look at this uh, in a little bit more of an objective manner. Right. Speaking of looking at things objectively, uh, Kathy, do you have a connection that will help you uh, wind down this podcast episode? Oh, nice. Nice. A little bit of a deep difficult push for that, but I'll, I'll allow it. Um, my connection for the next fortnight will be to survive, (laughs) survive the move. Um, so we are, are doing steady lower movement things. My body doesn't work very well. Ryan's doesn't work very well. Avi is young, but super strong. Um, so taking this in a slow and steady measured pace as opposed to boxing everything up and putting it in storage unit and then moving that or a truck or whatever. We're fairly close to where we are now. So it's not, it takes two minutes to drive to our new place. Um, So being able to have these little moves, but then right before we 
um, record our next episode, we will have had a weekend of big stuff that we're moving. In that time, I'm hoping I survive. I think there is a a good lesson in pacing um, and pacing yourself for this task. And I, I think that's a totally valid connection of, hey, I don't want the wind down to be like three weeks of work. Uh, three weeks of rest and like being out of commission for that long. Right. So, so maybe, maybe making the, the work easier. So the wind down can be easier is, is definitely a really good connection to pull. Thank you. My connection is very similar to uh, what I mentioned with that postmortem. Uh, this is, I'm currently working on a, conference um for work that I'm I'm speaking at and I've noticed that there's a part of my process that is giving me a fit so I want my connection for the next 2 weeks and it'll have to happen because my presentation is due in the next week and a half so <laughs> there will be there will be an end to you this. will get that green check mark exactly but my connection is to do a post-mortem on this entire process and figure out like what made it so difficult and what can i do in the future to improve on things i love that I think that's so important as well and is uh, really great. That's amazing. So if you have your own connection, maybe if you've got an idea on how you can improve your wind down process, uh, you can let us know on Twitter using the hashtag MyConduit. Um, also, make sure you add us at ConduitFM. Or in our super awesome and amazing Conduit community um, by going to Relay.fm slash Conduit and becoming a member of the Conduit. What was it? The Conduit Community of Conductors. Yes. Um, But more than just Conduit, you also have access to the entire Relay Discord. So keyboards, pens, as well as productivity and the Conduit love over there. But yes, really, you should be coming for us. Clearly. Every other Thursday is Conduit Day in the Productivity Channel, and I'm here for it 100%. Yes, it's great. It's great. I love it so much. Um, and uh, if you want to add your Conduit information in the Discord, you can start any post with a question mark, my Conduit. So instead of a hashtag uh, pound sign, you have a question mark. And that will automatically get put in our uh, spreadsheet so we can shout you out and give you the support and um, connection between us to you that you need. Um, Additionally, uh, there's a follow-up channel there. And if you put the Conduit logo at the beginning of your comment, um, it gets put into our spreadsheet for follow-up. So if you want to share what your, uh, how you did your previous connections, um, anything, any of our previous epi- episodes that we've helped or supported you, a speci- specific idea, if you want any connections from us, ideas for future topics, um, that is the place to do it. And we love to hear from you and we can't wait to see you online. So I know we did a lot of things, and for some people that included 
buying a house and all of that. <laughs> so I might know the answer, but just in case, Kathy, did we do it? Oh, Jay, we con did it. 